You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey, and each week at the Football Radio Show, we give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Are you ready, Casey? Yes, sir. All right. (laughs) Next stop, the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about some of the top trending stories, our survival picks, our fantasy go backs of the week, and we'll preview, we'll preview some of the big games coming up this week in the NFL. But before we get going, Casey, to what's trending, let's get started with a tasty nug for the people. Oh, yeah, dude. I got a big fat dank one right here, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 of the 14 games from week 5, that's over 70% of them, were decided by 6 points or fewer, and that is the highest percentage of games decided by 6 points or less in a single week in the past 25 seasons. Dave, the action is wild, crazy, totally unpredictable. That's why we love it, bro. No doubt about it. The games are tight and exciting, man. All right. Let's get it into the top trending stories, Casey. We'll get things started with the Adrian Peterson trade from the New Orleans Saints to the Arizona Cardinals. React! Yeah, Purple Jesus got demoted to Cardinal, bro. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, no, this is going to be a good fit, man. Way better than he was. Never really a, a good play there in New Orleans. It was already a crowded backfield. They drafted Kamara. Him and Ingram kind of have a skill set that AD doesn't have. And uh, now he's going to get a chance to be the dude in Arizona, although that line is in shambles there too. So I don't know how much that's going to help a 32-year-old running back, but at least he's going to get more than 3.2 carries a game. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, dude. This is uh, a huge, huge victory for really for all the parties involved. The Saints didn't have a, a spot for him. Peterson was frustrated there, and the Cardinals leaving, losing David Johnson were really lacking a running back. Uh, so this is a, a fix for everyone there, and hopefully uh, it's is one of those trades where everyone ends up uh, coming out better for it. Yeah, we'll just see if it's uh, too late to help there in Arizona. But, hey, we'll find out come Sunday. All right, Dave. Just a brutal onslaught of injuries yep. on Sunday. Man, some of the biggest names in the NFL have fortunately played their last games of the uh, 2017 season last week. Dude, we'll get start with we'll get started with what happened to the Giants' receiving core. Man, virtually every guy they had uh, suited up there was uh, was hurt during the game during the the fifth loss uh, for them against the Chargers. Man. Oh, and obviously highlighted by Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, break, broken lower leg there. Uh, didn't uh, look very good to the eye. We kind of mm-hmm. diagnosed that one from the couch. And sure enough, uh, uh, Odell Beckham's going to need surgery, bro. Yeah, dude. And Marshall goes out. He's going to need ankle surgery. Dwayne Harris, he's done too. He's got a fractured foot. Shepard was in a walking boot to start the week, but <laughs> I don't think he's going to get out there and play this weekend against Denver, wow. and I don't know that he wants to. I don't know if any of the Giants want to show up for that one, but yeah. receiving core just decimated Absolutely. in New York there, so I don't know how it gets worse at 0-5, maybe 0-6, but uh, it's going to be a long season for a Giant fan, and unfortunately, dude, just the biggest name on the defensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans goes down. Oh, dude, and this one was so disappointing on Sunday night when J.J. Watt 
went down, man. And you could see it on his face that it was that look of the utter disappointment, the knowing that he was not going to be there for his teammates uh, and the way that that team looks to be playing at this point in time, the hope and the uh, promise that that team has right now and, and, and just everything they've been through, uh, in that region and to, for have, to have him, you know, have this, uh, broken, you know, leg or knee or whatever the heck it is. Uh, it's just so disappointing, man. It's such a bummer. Yeah. At least they're stoked out on Deshaun Watson and add a little more sunshine to the tail there. They got Cleveland coming to town on Sunday. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Now these Chiefs, bro, they had a couple injuries too. This might be the only thing that slows them down. Chris Conley, the receiver, he went down with an Achilles, and uh, Kelsey got concussed, so he's in the concussion protocol. Yeah. They're gonna need these dudes um, to get healthy, but I don't know if anything else can uh, slow these Chiefs down. And then we actually have a couple quarterbacks. On yeah. That. I mean, obviously Sam Bradford uh, on the Monday night game, he just did not look right out there, uh-huh. and obviously. Uh, th- that was the case when Case Keenum got into the football game. Uh, he really provided a spark for the Vikings. That Vikings offense was really struggling. And then Mr. Tom, terrific Casey. He, we've been wondering if there was a little something going on there, but he, but he's always kind of concealing. They're always a little bit, uh, shady with their injury reports there, uh, in New England. And Tom Brady has an AC joint. Uh, that might explain some of the errant throws that we've seen. Uh, with Tom Brady early thus far in this season. Oh, Madden Curse, maybe? I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know. Good news for the Patriots, though. They do have the Gronk coming back. It looks like he'll be there this weekend, come back from thigh. And just in time for the Charger game, it looks like Derek Carson will be back <laughs> for the Raiders. That's great news, Dave. Yeah. Uh, I, I could have easily predicted that the moment he went down. was just enough time for him to get that back right. Time for him to come out and have like the best game of his career against the Chargers and knock him down one more peg. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's typical Charger luck right there. <laughs> All right, speaking of Charger luck, dude, uh, we got our three strikes pool. That's right, going here, Dave. Who did you roll with, dude? Dude, I went with the Vikings uh, over the Bears, and uh, when it was three to two, um, and the baseball game was seven to three at the time. I was thinking to myself, what the heck is going on here in the sports world? Uh, obviously, in the second half, things got going there. And late in that game, though, I thought this is setting up for Trubisky to make a phenomenal rookie quarterback debut and have a comeback win on Monday Night Football, uh, except he went ahead and pulled a rookie maneuver and tossed the football straight to a Viking uh, and game over. Vikings took care of business, but not without a little worry. <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned your Chargers, dude. I went against our Los Angeles Chargers, and That's I ended right. up paying the ultimate price. I kissed two grand away. It just went bye-bye. Um, the game started pretty good for me when that uh that snap went off of Rivers and <laughs> through the end zone. I was like, hey, 2 nothing. That'll probably get the job done. But the Giants absolutely collapsed. They were abysmal, and that was actually before all the injuries did them in. But yeah. they... They stick in the uh, the land of the winless, man, the Giants, wow. 0-5, and, and your Los Angeles Chargers. Thriving. Board. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Hey, it's got to start somewhere, right? That's right. Hey, the beginning of a 12-game winning streak starts started last week. All right, Casey, the uh, most uh, most popular correct pick last weekend was the Eagles thrashing of the Cardinals. That was nearly 32%. The most popular incorrect pick was the 
the highly improbable, but uh, what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Jaguars. Obviously, the Jags came out to play. They meant business. Uh, that was nearly 33% of the population went down with that pick, dude. Now, moving into week six, the most popular picks, Houston hosting Cleveland, Denver hosting the Giants, and the ATL Hotland hosting them. Miami Dolphins. Plenty to choose from this week compared to last week, Casey. Big time. All right. Moving forward, Casey, the segment that everyone clamors for as our fantasy go-back starts of the week. Would you like to get us off with a little fantasy go-back redo? Yeah, brother. I was uh, rolling in at 4-0, feeling pretty good about myself. Mm. And um, I ended up losing... To the hypnotoads of all people, the hypnotoads, <laughs> which cost me a little bit extra on the side. But had I started <laughs> Michael Crabtree yeah. instead of Sterling Shepard, Shepard got me a point nine before he went out. Um, Crabtree ended up hauling in a TD and 82 yards. That would have been plenty to beat the wanker. Instead, I taste defeat for the first time this season. And then uh, my other league, if I would have started Deshaun Watson instead of Russell Wilson, I would have won there too. But that's my other league. Nobody cares about our other leagues, Dave, so I'm sure you got something for the people. <laughs> but quite interestingly enough, Casey, I will refer to my other league since I was able to eke out a win in our league and I made all the right calls in the other league. I actually won just barely too, but I could have had a little better uh, performance with Joe Mixon in for Devontae Parker would have got me about 10 and a half more points. But again, in both leagues, squeaked it out. Very, nice. very close. All right, Case. Uh, we're heading into another phenomenal NFL weekend, dude. Would you like to get us started? This Thursday nighter is cranking, dude. Oh, so tasty, bro. We got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are three-point favorites at home, and if you take the back out of the equation, these might be the two hottest teams in the NFL, dude, and last week, Carson Wentz got Philly fan uh, joying all over the place. <laughs> Eaglegasm everywhere. Yeah, dude. I mean, the way that he he's uh, really obviously come onto the scene in in this in in his early in his career but what he did last week he really really put it together he had a phenomenal game this eagles team finding their running game a little bit with LeGarrette Blunt there uh and the defense I, I, they're not statistically uh up there amongst the tops but this is a dang good defense and it's difficult to go against them uh this is a nice complete team it's going to be a fun game here man yeah, and they really got it going on special teams there, too. Dude, I know LeGarrette Blunt. I think he thought the season started in the middle of September. Dude. <laughs> they right. forgot about this guy for a couple of weeks. And then the last two weeks, we've really seen him look like LeGarrette Blunt yeah. from uh, years past. Yeah. Now, Carolina, dude, Cam is really getting it going. Had a shaky out the, uh, the gates, but since then, man, they've been lighting it up. Oh, dude. I mean, last two weeks, Cam has been tearing it up. Uh, as long as he can keep his mouth zipped and not make any rude comments, uh, this guy Idiot. won't be dropping any more ad campaigns. But he'll, you know what? He if he can put together a couple more weeks like this, we'll be starting to talk about him like we were when he was on that MVP of the league season not too long ago. This game at home, a big one though, uh, hosting these Eagles. And that defense has got a lot better too. They were abysmal last year. They really tightened it up. And that that's contributing all around. That team is playing much better. And man, uh, McCaffrey and uh, give me his name, Dave. Why am I? He's on my fantasy team. How can I forget him right now? 
<laughs> D'Angelo Williams, who we talked about. <laughs> yeah, D'Angelo Williams has been retired for <laughs> two years. years. Stewart and Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> the combo of these guys that right. broke back into our, our tasty nugs for the people. Um, <laughs> this has been a nice combo. Stewart's still yeah. getting a lot of the work. But uh, McCaffrey, they're starting to pepper him in a little bit more. Yeah, I like that one play towards the goal line where they uh, snuck McCaffrey ahead for that uh, option play. That was pretty clever last week. Um, oh, to go back a little bit, dude, that two-pointer last night in Chicago was oh, pretty Oh, man. Dope, dude. That Troob's getting a two there. You haven't seen it, people. I know you did. Go back and check that thing out. It's pretty awesome. Totally sweet. Good call, man. All right, let's move this thing forward to the next uh, – uh, unlikely at the beginning of the season, but battle for first place between the New England Patriots going to uh, New York to play the Jets. Uh, both these teams come in at three and two. Um, again, battling for first place in the division, although still looking up at Buffalo, actually. Uh, New England on the road, uh, favored by nine and a half. Yeah, dude, and last week we really saw so many things out of character for the Patriots, including being out coached. I thought they got a little too cute a bunch of times. I thought they passed way too often, especially with all the hits Brady's taken. He's been sacked more this year than he did all of last year. Right. So what's the key? Oh, throw 50 times. I thought it was a bad game plan. I thought they left points on the board late in that game, and it almost cost them, but it's the Patriots, so they squeaked by. But I'm a little a bit worried about Brady's taking a bunch of hits so far, and you mentioned AC joint earlier. Yeah. Um, so this is a big game, and guess what, man? That Jets defense is ready to punish Tom Terrific, too, if they get the chance. Don't count the champs out yet, Dave. No, obviously, every time you seem to try and count out this Patriots team, that's when they rally and have a, a phenomenal performance. But even with the AC joint, Tom Brady's been playing excellent football. It's the defense that's been the big issue for Belichick. Surprisingly, they're one of the worst defenses in yardage and points given up. And they have made a lot of mistakes as a team, generally speaking. They just seem uh, to be not the team that they've been. But again, early on here in the season, they'll maybe find their way. Uh, and who knows? This could be a get-right game. Yeah, and these Jets did three in a row, man. Not going according to plan. This was going to be, you know, a rebuild. It's the worst. Sucks for Sam, all this stuff. Yeah. Forgot to tell these guys, man, they're playing with a lot of heart, and there's a lot of guys you probably haven't heard. I mean, you might know Bilal Powell, but Robbie Anderson, dude, all these cats. Uh, Curse has been a nice pickup in the trade to get rid of Richardson. That defense is on point, man. If they don't turn the ball over, that D is going to keep them in every game. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. The Suck for Sam campaign is completely been derailed by the beginning of this season for these Jets. Uh, and this would be an absolutely enormous win at home if they can punk these Patriots and, and say, hey, hey, they never said they were tanking. It was us on the outside that said they were because right. uh, they traded off a handful of, of recognizable name players. Uh, but those guys weren't part of this process uh, right now. These guys are bonded together and they're playing some good football. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and Todd Bowles so emotional on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stoic. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave, up next, we got a killer game, bro. The Green Bay Packers at Minnesota. The Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road there, don't you know? Dude, and the way that, uh, you know, this Packer team, it doesn't matter. If they're in the game right there at the end and you give Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the scenario. You give Aaron okay. Rodgers a minute or two right at the end. Man, this guy always makes the plays to win the game. Seems like. He is just an absolutely exceptional quarterback, and they're coming in there uh, off that big win against your Cowboys. I'll tell you what, this team 
that they're 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 normally waiting a little while to peak. They're getting there now. They're getting there early this year. Yeah, dude. Since the boys aren't a bite, I don't get to really talk about them. Going, revisiting that game last week on second down around the goal line there on that late drive, they threw a pass to Dez. Didn't hate it at the time, but more I thought about it and looked at it, it kind of irked me. That's what <laughs> left too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers, and I guess a minute 13 is plenty for him. Yeah. We let him keep that time out, too. That's really burning me this week. But uh, I'm going to get to watch this free. But you got to love what you see out of him. If you leave the game up to an opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to win, he's going to do it, and he's going to do it every single time. This might be the best quarterback that we've ever seen. I know he doesn't have the five Super Bowls. Right. But he's just got this position master, dude. It's it's impressive to watch. And then to flip it over to the Vikings, dude, you mentioned it. When Case Keenum came in for Bradford on Monday yeah. night, that team sparked. It looked like it was his offense. Yeah, no question about it, dude. And and really, in, in the second game of the season, he lit it up. His numbers were phenomenal. This offense that the Vikings put on the field was fantastic for the first couple of weeks. They were completely uh, stagnant for the first half against that Bears uh, defense. But luckily, on the other side of the football, this Vikings team puts out there such a solid, disciplined uh, every level of that defense can play at a high level. They can get you, uh, attack the quarterback. They can cover. Um, this is a dang good Vikings defense. They'll keep you in any football game, even against a, a powerful offense like Aaron Rodgers and that new rookie, uh, that new uh, running back that they discovered in Green Bay. Yeah, Collins there. Yeah, and last on Monday night, dude, uh, the Vikings defense, you mentioned it. They really kept them in the game. Mm -hmm. The Bears had a bunch of short fields, weren't really able to capitalize on it. And then, of course, at the end of the game, uh, I think it was Harrison Smith that got the yeah. big interception, set Former up the game winner. Notre Damer. That's right. So uh, <laughs> that defense at home, getting a little skull going in the uh, the Vikings ship there, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. Still got to work on that running game. I don't know if Latavius is there, but boy, dude, Jared McKinnon looks sweet on Monday night. No doubt about it. Okay, up next, Casey, it is the Los Angeles Rams at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And can you believe it? This is a premier game. Um, the Jags at home, favored by two and a half. It's not often the Jags get favored uh, and also have a winning record after five weeks. Yeah, dude. Uh, and it was on full display last uh, Sunday. Why is that defense, man? Mm -hmm. They made the Steelers look like garbage. Five turnovers on the day, I think. Two pick sixes there, and you mentioned it on the six pack on the Sunday six pack that Calais Campbell's really been the the calming leader mm -hmm. on the the defense, the kind the guy that is steering them in the right direction, the guy that's been there, man. That's kind of what they needed. That crafty veteran, he's got them playing really well, and on offense, they just needed Bortles not to suck, not to give the game away, and he hasn't done that, and guess what? He's got a pretty sweet running back that he can lean on now. Yeah, no doubt. It's The NFL is easy, and Fournette's making it look that way. Ultimately, he's backing up that silly statement, but he's playing good football, and you're right. As long as they don't turn the football over, their defense can get it back for him uh, on the other side, and they had accumulated over a handful of years some young talent, uh, and, and certainly now, that that talented defense uh, under the new coordinator that sort of took over for uh, Gus Bradley there. Uh, they've really assembled a heck of a defense. The way they're playing right now, uh, they seem to be a legitimate squad, man. Yeah, and you flip it over these Rams, they got a pretty legit defense, too. They can play with the best of them. You got Aaron Donald up there front. You just pay this guy and get this over with. Just right. make it happen. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you know, it's a whole new Rams deal this year, man. Todd Gurley has bounced back. Jared Goff 
is showing why he got drafted so high last year. And Dave, they're a couple plays away from being undefeated. We saw it last week against Seahawks. Goff drove him down there, had the potential game winner just right off the hands of Cooper Cup there. But um, this is a good offense. Yeah, it's. I mean, what McVeigh has been able to do uh, with this, you know, it, it's not the same personnel. They made some key moves, adding Cooper Cup, uh, acquiring Sammy Watkins. Um, it, it, there's another receiver in there that they brought into the mix. There, they added Whitworth Woods. at the. At, yeah, Woods. Thank you. Uh, they added Whitworth at left tackle. Um, so they added key personnel that they didn't have last year, and the most key acquisition I think was Sean McVay and what he brings, the enthusiasm, the uh, the offensive acumen, and they got to get Todd Gurley going, dude. Two weeks ago he was insane. Last week he was invisible, man. If he can get it going and produce a running game uh, and even out of the backfield, take a lot of that uh, weight off of uh, of Goff. They can't just leave it all on Goff's shoulders, man. All right, up next we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are four point favorites at home from Dave and the Pittsburgh man SOS, dude. They are in distress, bro. No doubt about it, dude. Man, when your quarterback is saying he's not sure if he's got it or not. And the way he was playing on the field was looking like he was not really interested in the game. Uh, they, they've really been out of sync between Big Ben and the receiving core. Le'Veon Bell with that holdout, the way he started the season uh, sort of s- quite slowly. And now he's sort of picking up steam, but not the Le'Veon that we're accustomed to seeing. Not the offense that we're accustomed to seeing. That defense is still pretty good, though, keeping them uh, around. They're 3-2. and two. Yeah. That dude and him and uh, Big Ben and Martavis Bryant really not connecting yet. It's been close, just a little bit off, but they got to have somebody else. AB does his magic there, and you mentioned uh, Bell getting it going, but they need someone else to contribute there, and uh, they're not getting it out of the tight end with Jesse James there yet, but Bryant's got to be a bigger part of the offense if the Steelers expect to turn this thing around, but they are going to need some points on Sunday, dude. Yeah, especially the way Kansas City's playing. And when they're at home, that home field advantage is arguably the best in the entire football league. Uh, the way Alex Smith is playing, uh, he's taking it up another lot notch. He's a game manager extraordinaire at this point, Casey. And on the other side, uh, defensively, with the way Justin Houston, when he's healthy, this Kansas City defense is an entirely different defense. I know they lost Eric Berry early in the season there, but this defense plays very, very well. They play well when they're leading, and they're leading a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. And how fun is the offense to watch, man? Alex yeah. Smith putting up MVP-type performances weekend and week out. Um, Kareem Hunt. The rookie stud, everybody is falling in love with this guy. Yep. He's been so impressive. But you mentioned earlier in the show, Conley's done for the year um, with the Achilles injury. And Kelsey in the concussion protocol, I'm not sure if they're going to have him. He's been a huge weapon yep. for this offense this year. they got a ton of ways that they can hurt you, but Tyreek Hill's going to have to pick up the slack. And you might give Hunt a handful of more carries. But Dave, Chiefs have revenge on their mind. It was a brutal loss to the Steelers in the divisional round last year. A questionable holding call Correct. that wiped out the two-point conversion. Would have had that game tied up late. Instead, Pittsburgh escapes with the win. I'm not sure that happens again on Sunday. Man, that is a tough home field advantage for the Chiefs. All right, that is going to do it for uh, our Week 6 NFL previews. That is going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. So many ways to check out the Football Radio Show. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Radio, which is also Deezer, or go straight to footballradioshow.com and get it all right there. Uh, 
that is it, folks. Enjoy the NFL action this weekend. He's Casey. I'm Dave. We are out of here.